Yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Big Four Podcast. My name is Luke Springer, up with your usual Brian, Nick, and Andrew. How are you guys doing tonight? Terrific. Spitting in a tube. Okay. <laughs> yep, Brian's spitting in a tube for, for COVID. Uh, but as always, we are your number two source for all things sports. If you know, you know, go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four underscore podcast. There isn't really a lot to talk about, but there are some key things uh, like the Stafford trade. We'll get to that later on. Celtics played the Lakers in a big NBA, uh, uh, I guess, early season game over the weekend um, and a few other stuff. But first, we will start with our Boston Red Sox right here and the retirement of Dustin Pedroia, which officially happened today. But realistically, it happened back in 2017 because he played a total of three games in 18 six games in 19 and didn't play a single game in 2020. So he was just kicking it in the, on the bench for the past three years. So he, in my eyes, he really retired three years ago, but he officially announced it today and yeah. it really doesn't matter. Cause he hasn't. Played yeah. I, wa- so I watched the uh, press conference. The poor guy kind of talked about his last couple of years. He had a full knee replacement, like full out entire full knee replacement. He apparently Jesus couldn't Christ. walk for months. That's and- crazy he would wake up in the morning and his knee would be the size of a basketball. So poor guy. Yeah. But it's just, it's so, an- it was just so anticlimactic because you, you knew it was coming. You're just like, like Brian, you texted. It was just like, Oh, Dustin Pedroia retired. I was just like, Oh, yeah. uh, okay. <laughs> you're not just like, Oh man. Like yeah, it doesn't really you, matter. You expect cause... it. Like it, you feel like he's been retired for three years. So it's just he like, Oh, he has been. Yeah, exactly. So you're just like, Oh, Okay, thanks. Um, unfortunately, I don't think he will be in the Hall of Fame. I just don't think he has enough numbers for All Star Game appearances and an MVP. I mean, three championships to go along with it, but realistically, only two because only he two, didn't yeah. contribute at all to 2018. Um, but you know, he was a nice, solid player. He had good promise. He had a few iffy years in the middle of the 2010s. Uh, but overall he was, he was a good player and it really, I'm just fine with him moving on because he really has been moved on for a long time. He was a good player. I liked watching him. Um, I always loved the, um, the, I forget where it was and what the occasion was, but his speech where he talked about how David Ortiz didn't know his name after they played together for like seven years. Where was that? He was like peewee, peewee. Yeah, peewee. Yeah, yeah. That was on something. (laughs) I don't know, but I like that. Um, but yeah, nothing really else to say. Nick, do you want to say anything about Dustin Bedroya? He was my, for a short time when I first, when I was growing up, he was probably my favorite player on the Red Sox, or at least one of them. I mean, he was my first baseball jersey, was Dustin Bedroya. Yeah, that was little, like the only jersey well, I had for so long. The blue yeah. alternate jersey. Way I had, back a, when. I had a, uh, a USA, like, 4th of July jersey from like 2010. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So yeah, he was my first player. I remember when I was in T-ball, I used to pretend like I was him. So I'd go up to the plate and I would do the bat, the bat thing a million times, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. he does. Um, and at one point, uh, my T-ball coach had told me, I had to literally say, Nick, you ready? And I was, I was still touring the bat. I was like, yeah, one second. <laughs> and I finished. Yeah. Um, Who was your T-ball coach, Rob Parga? Joe Kaufman. Oh. Um, we were on the Durham Bulls. Andrew's on my team. Yeah, we were now. Uh, that's not T. Uh, I guess it is T. It was yeah, T ball. I was T-ball. thinking. I was thinking T ball at the Y. Yeah, but uh, Luke, whatever whatever team you were on, 
just not as good as the Durham Bulls. The Ogden Raptors. Nope. Yeah, exactly. No one was, no one was ever good as the Durham Bulls. Durham stars, Bulls so. remain undefeated. And we got Frankie, too. <laughs> yeah. It was over. Yeah. Oh uh, okay. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia, no longer in baseball. I can definitely see him coming back and doing something with the Red Sox because that's all he Yeah, he said, he said when his kids um, Mook go to college, so like 11 years, he'll... Yeah, he he'll he'll be back at some point in some way. He'll uh, be the manager. But, yeah, he could be. Him and him and Veritek will tag team it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. No more Dustin Bedroya, and it really I I could care less. He's moving on. Good luck. Good for him. Good career. Uh, the biggest news, in my opinion, out of the, oh wait, hold on. Sticking on the baseball f- train, we. Oh, yeah. Recorded our episode on Thursday and probably about 20 minutes or less after Nolan Friday. Arenado. Was it? Fr- oh, Friday. Nolan Arenado got traded to the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk about it because it happened literally 15 minutes after. But uh, in my opinion, I have no idea what the Cardinals are thinking. I mean, sure, you get an MVP caliber player, but are, are they realistically a contender in the NL? No. So I, mean, I think, I think they lose Ozuna. Ozuna's not going to sign back. I mean, if they do sign back Ozuna, or well, they lost oh, Ozuna two years ago, yeah. and then they had that bat missing in the lineup, so they just got it back with Arenado, and they just kind of filled the gap. And they well, were they were pretty good with like, Ozuna. They had a, they were good hitters. Their Goldschmidt signing was the big one, or did they trade for him? One of the two. They signed well, him. They way. signed him. Well, was but he like, a free agent? That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and their their rotation's somewhat getting better. I know Clarity's good. Really good. Clarity's year, good. Flaherty's really, Flaherty's good. Like really good. I like Flaherty. I mean, when they they made the playoffs, and they had they had Ozuna when they made the playoffs, and then he walked in free agency, signed with the Braves, and they they missed the bat, and then they I think did they miss the playoffs last year? I mean, I know, they had just... a they had a bat missing in the lineup. That was a big spot right there. Um, and you know, I don't really know much about the Cardinals. I'm kind of speaking out of my butt right now, but I know they missed a big, I know they're missing a big bat and they they're got just, that back with Arenado. That's what I know. I know Arenado is one of the best hitters in the league. I know, but I, I love Arenado. He's probably one of, if not my favorite player in the ML, MLB, just because of how great he is offensively and defensively. Yeah. So I kind of wish he went to a better team. I mean, the Cardinals are fine, but they're not, they're not beating the Padres or the Dodgers or the Braves or the Mets. Like, and they're just a really old team. Like they have Dexter Fowler, who's in his thirties, Molina, Dexter who Fowler. Molina, <laughs> Molina, who could, who could retire any second, uh, Matt Carpenter, who I feel like Adam been Wainwright, there for, they resigned again. Yeah, like uh, sixty-eight. Is he realistically <laughs> going to play? And then Goldschmidt's not that young either. Um, he's still good, but he's not that young. So I don't know. It, it was a weird trade. I mean, again, if you're the Cardinals, I guess you go after him just because he's there. But I mean, as far as Nolan Arenado, you're just like, cool. I'm on a better team that's going to get me a, fifteen more wins max. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, honestly, better situation for him just because it gives him a better chance to get into the and playoffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you look at the Rockies. Oh, bye, Nick. Yeah, bye, Nick. You look at the Rockies. I mean, <laughs> do they really have a chance? No. The I mean, the Cardinals Wait, definitely do have a chance. The Rockies are so good too. They have they Blackman are. Story. They had Arenado. I just don't. Know Trevor what Story is them. the one month of the year he's the greatest player of all time, and the other months, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, that is freaking, true. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> 
That is true. Some, yeah. But they had an overall solid team. I just don't yeah. know why they couldn't put, put it together. Their pitching was never great, though. That's that's That was the issue. Their pitching was subpar. Um, yeah. So they could never figure that out. But, you know, I don't know. I, I wish he went to a better team, a contender. I don't yeah. wish he went to like the like like a contender contender. Like if you went to San or, or I'd be fine if you went to San Diego, but they already had Machado, so that wasn't gonna happen. But I would have been mad if the, he went to the Dodgers. I wouldn't have wanted that. Any other team would have been fine. It would have been cool to see him on the Mets. That would be really cool. Lindor oh Arenado with that pitching rotation. Um, but again, Chris Bryan is still out there for them to to deal. I don't know. This what has been a White really... Sox. I mean, we don't want him in the AL, but like that I feel like would make that, that would be cool really too but they uh do they have a third baseman i mean abreu sometimes plays there uh but he normally plays first and then tim anderson's at second yeah i guess they needed a third baseman so that would well, have been caught is that second anderson's at short sorry that's i meant i meant yeah yeah I, yeah uh, so I guess I don't they even needed know a third who baseman. Who their third baseman is? I mean, I don't know. I don't either. So they, that would have been a perfect yeah. fit, yeah. actually. Um, yeah, I just I wish he went to a better team. And that... they have prospects, so I'm surprised they didn't they didn't go with that. I'm surprised yeah. they weren't. Who Chicago? Um, yeah, aggressive. Now that I think about it, like like St. Louis kind of came out of left field, but um... yeah. And you have to think they also uh, uh, Chicago also has to think about both sides of it Gav- like, at this point. Oh, Mankata plays third, apparently. That's he's uh, okay. third baseman. But he can he plays second. Like he could play second. And their other and their other second baseman are listed as Nick Madrigal. Nick okay. Madrigal. And Danny Mendick. He's a rookie, or he was a rookie last year. But yeah, and so it, it, they they could they could have slotted him. But they also need to they need to look two-dimensional too yes the al stinks and they could probably get out of the al super easy but when they have to go to the world series they're gonna have to face the padres or the dodgers or the mets or the braves a team like that that has a lot more talent than they do so i think they should have been more aggressive trying to get guys and arenado was there Um, maybe they can be in the bidding with new york for uh chris bryant with the cubs because like you said brian they do have prospects yeah. Um, so we'll see. Who that would be an easy one for Bryant. Yeah. I just don't understand why, because I just feel like it's so, it should be so easy to think about, oh, you should just go for Nolan Arenado because it's Nolan Arenado. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, and especially in the AL, like if you really like your third baseman, you really like, if you really like your third baseman, first off, Arenado is better at defense and offense. And second, your third baseman can now just be a dh exactly um, oh poor nick poor nick poor nick he just his wi-fi is is shot we're trying to get him back on, and i but... quote nicholas parga my wi-fi just gave up and i don't know when it will come back to life uh, <laughs> exclusive big three podcast right here yeah, big three we've had this yeah. this is our second this is our second show right our second show yeah. of the big second three. show because well we have a episode title by nick so i mean <laughs> mm. oh that is like true. 30 30 yeah. something is like by nick yeah mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. so yeah. we'll move on i wanted to wait to move on to the stafford trade and see if nick can come back but we can move on now because i think we've talked enough about Nolan arenado but the stafford trade another trade where i was just like that's kind of weird but then i thought about it for a little bit more and i thought that actually great for both the Lions and the Rams because the Lions the Rams got... are so in win now mode, but I just yeah. don't feel like 
they're the NFC's weird. Oh, hi, Nick. How you doing, bud? <laughs> Nick's back. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll give him a minute. We'll give him a minute. Mm-hmm. Nicky, yeah. Nicky P. But then the NFC is weird. Yeah, like, they are. no like consistent Mm-mm. NFC team. Mm-hmm. Like who knows what the Packers or the or the Bucks going to look like next year? Or the Saints are going to be exactly. terrible. So I mean, yeah. exactly. the Saints are going to be terrible. So maybe they're thinking, okay, there's another team that is out of the the running for the NFC title. And who really um, so knows what the Bucks? Now. And who knows yeah. what the Bucks? And who knows what they the still Packers? have? A, they still have a great defense too. And yes, uh, they do. I mean, number one in the league. Yeah. Stafford Stafford's only had a top ten quarterback twice. He's made the playoffs both times with top 10 with those top ten uh, top ten defense. Oh, top ten defense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so obviously, I think it's a good move. But for the yeah, for the sure. Lions standpoint, they get two first round picks. I thought was yeah ridiculous. That's and, great for and them. Not only two first round picks, a quarterback that was the number one pick five years ago by Nick. Mm-hmm. Also, they got a third round pick which in the nfl is incredibly valuable mm-hmm. and i heard this and i thought it was very smart if detroit is really looking to stockpile draft picks and the patriots i would assume i mean apparently the pats offered a player in a second round pick and that's it for stafford well washington offered number 19 carolina offered number eight in another pick and we offered like here we'll give you a second and freaking Jacoby Myers. Wait, that's well, well, Stafford. On. Stafford that, wanted to go anywhere except New England. Except New England. That's super weird, though. That Carolina and Washington will both go after Stafford because they they are in completely different situations than the Rams. The Rams can contend. Those teams. Yeah, you would think cannot. you would think they would want young guys. Yeah, I know. You so, would think that they would be so going think, after they Jared would, Goff. They would, or they would want their draft pick. Or their draft so pick. Would, yeah, they, yeah. they were both willing to trade their first round draft pick. If you're Carolina, what the hell are you doing? Exactly. Why are you trading number eight overall? But so, if Stafford clearly isn't, or Stafford, if Goff isn't that valuable based on the trade, because if you he wasn't hand, he wasn't the part of that trade. The picks were the important part for Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Detroit can trade, say, just for the sake of the argument, to the Patriots for a second and a third, a second and a fourth, a second, third, and a sixth, or something like that. And at the end of the day, Detroit walks away with trading Stafford for two firsts, a second, a third, possibly two thirds, and another pick. So you can walk away with six or seven draft picks for basically just Stafford. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. And then they can still draft a quarterback at number eight overall. Yeah. And I feel I, like that would be almost the smarter route. Because then you're almost like, what What are they really doing with Goff? Like, is Goff going to be committed there? Or, like, no, they're why, in a weird well, who spot. Who wants to commit there? Well, I mean, yeah, it's a weird. It's also a weird division if Green Bay's kind of been. In I an mean, interesting situation. Everyone's yeah. so down on Jared Goff, but I'm. I mean, I didn't th- he's not great. I, he, but he's not he's, great, but he's not terrible. He's, he's not, not a god awful quarterback. He's he's, he's, he's going to be a middle of the road guy. That's just who he is. You would think trading Goff in a second round pick would be enough for getting Stafford. I know. If that's the it's that's the offer for Matthew Stafford, what what the hell is Deshaun Watson going to be for at least? So ridiculous. For oh at least. But he, he had a great 2018 with, uh, where is it? I can't, I, I, I don't need to see the numbers. I know he had a great 2018 because he brought the team, that team to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl um, and had a really good year that year. 2019 was a little bit iffy. I mean, he didn't have a great year. And then this year he was fine. He was just average. He looked like him and Baker Mayfield looked the exact same. They were those quarterbacks that, will turn the ball over a, a decent amount of times. Oh, Nick's back. Decent amount of times, but also will uh, 
put their team in winning positions. Like they're not going to make the big play, but they're also not going to turn it over a ton and um, lose the game for them. And that's what both of them did this year. And they went to the playoffs. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm not super high on Jared Goff, but he's not terrible. And he's only had four real seasons His rookie season. He only played seven games. Um, So, I mean, that, that doesn't really show a lot. So only four real seasons. He has a lot of room to grow. And with the right he's coach, I think Super he can. Bowl. He has yeah, been he to has. a Super Bowl. He has. And with the right coach, I think he can grow. I don't know what that right coach for him is because I think Sean McVay is a pretty good coach, So, and it clearly didn't really work out there. So I don't know what coach is going to fit Jared Goff, but I think if he finds it, he can be really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick, we just talked about the Jared Goff trade while you were gone. Have any Yeah, sorry. On it? Yeah, my my Wi-Fi just decided to. Oh, that's not surprising. It's the end its own life Wi-Fi. today. We're we're getting it. We're getting a new router on Thursday. Yeah, so you're that's going good. Oh, like perfect. Times you're living. In All right, words. we've changed the router now for the third time. You know, again, the console didn't help. Um, we're talking about the Garrett Jared Goff trade. Anything in particular you want me to harp on, or anything? We just were like talking about it and who it benefited, which both teams benefited in reality. Yeah, I think the um, obviously Stafford has a has a big, it's uh, a pretty good resume, you know, statistically. You know, he's got really good, really good passing numbers in his career, and you know, obviously the wins haven't been there. So, I guess some of the onus could be put on him, but he's he's never been gifted with a good defense. So, you know, it is what it is. Or a great coach, so he's going to get a little bit of both there. And in, in, in Bob Cooter, number one def number one defense. Um, and uh, one of the best coach, uh, one of the better coaches in the league, probably the best coach uh, Stafford's ever had. Okay. And I don't. I was going to say, sure. be careful. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be careful, Nick. Why? Because you said the best coach, and then you paused. And I was like, were you going <laughs> to say the best coach in the league? Be careful, but no. Um, and then for golf, I don't know what the comment was. Be somewhere he wasn't, where he's appreciated. I mean. We were basically saying we were basically saying how the Lions got exactly what they needed in two first rounders and a third rounder. Plus, they got a younger quarterback, which they can either keep and try to develop, should... or they can trade for uh, more picks. Well, the point is, I mean, what 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 worth are you going to get out of Jared Goff if you, you Marvin Jones and Golly aren't going to come back? What what what's your worth? What worth is he going to do? What, I think they should trade him. So yeah, you missed yeah, exactly. That. I think they should flip them. They, tr- yeah, they trade him to I the agree. Patriots for more draft picks. Trade him to the Patriots. Trade him to whoever. Get some more draft picks. I mean, this, you, the Lions. And at the end the of Lions the, aren't, I, can't build. They're not going to build around golf. I mean, they're 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 gonna they got to stick with his <laughs> crappy contract, and they're not gonna they don't you don't build around this guy. You get rid of him. You you work through the draft. I mean, you're entering now a. Unfortunately, their rebuild has been a long time now, and they've kind of just they haven't really made any. Any big strides in that, but they're starting an really even ed- deeper rebuild with an really 16 that, season next year. You're really entering that rebuild phase. Where Poor, hopefully, you can find no, a couple of pro bowlers or all pros they in won't that be, phase and try to. They won't be 0 16 the because when they fall down, they're going to bite up the kneecap off of their opponent. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. My bad. Oh. I forgot. But that. the team that is going to be 0 16 is the Eagles because um we. We are going to have a, a, a plan, and we're we're going to be we're going to be ready to go. That's going to be easy for our guys, but hard hard for the the opponent. 
Who is that? Who said that? Their head coach. Uh, Their what? Head coach. This is how he talked in his, his name? press conference. Is, is that Nick Sariani? He said, oh. "We're gonna, we're gonna have have, have a system that's." It's, so um, was he? Uh, was he? Um, did he sound like? Be, uh, did he sound like World for, Series? Um, what's no, his face? For, yeah, Rob, Rob Manfred. Manfred. Yeah. He's like, it's gonna. He wasn't like stuttering, but he didn't know what to say. He was like, "We're gonna have a, a system, and uh, our system's gonna be. It's gonna be easy for our guys, and we're gonna be. We're gonna be good in our system, but our system's gonna be hard for opposing teams. And um, okay, our system is gonna be good. Like that's all he said. He used like th- good system and our guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then what, what was the other one i did um oh yeah dan or what's his name um, doug peterson or no no, uh, no 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 um the the lions coach why am i blanking i don't know i don't know um, his name too many new coaches this year what whatever too his many name. new he, head coaches he was the, like the dolphins like interim head coach like, a couple years ago and he's a tight end coach or whatever but he's like we're gonna when we get knocked down, we're gonna stand back up, and not only we're we gonna stand back up, we're gonna break the kneecap off of our opponent. <laughs> That's so and I'm like, weird. so yeah, they're not going own sixteen because they're biting kneecaps off. Yeah, what does that even mean? You tell me, guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Whatever. Uh, so the Stafford Goff trade is official, and it is going to impact both teams in. A positive way, I would say. Both teams got what they wanted, and both teams got what they needed. So that's that. Last thing we have is the NBA, and both of our, or all three, or all four, sorry, I don't know why I couldn't think of our our teams, our teams played against each other because us Ugh. three, being me, Brian, and Andrew, are Celtics fans, and Nick mm-hmm. is a Lakers fan, and that was just disgusting a, game. Uh, it was yeah, terrible. It was, it was an interesting game. Nick, do you want Nick? Do you want to speak first? You've earned it. The, the Lakers won. Well, first and foremost, I was I was watching that game yesterday and or Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, whatever it was. I was as a basketball fan. I always I always love defense. I've always loved you know you know two teams. I, I like I like it when it's a challenge to score. I like watching those those games when it's challenging to put the ball in the hoop. And it was for both teams yesterday. Neither team made over ten threes. Celtics had six threes. Oh, Chick Fil A sandwich. And, um, you know, at the end, but as a Lakers fan, that was very sloppy, especially down the stretch. You know, I didn't, I wasn't uh, proud of the way that they closed out a seven point lead with three minutes left. I wasn't proud of that. They didn't do it well. And I was happy with the comeback, but Lakers fan, I was calling a comeback. Yeah. Well, they, they, they took it. They, they had an eight. Would, they were down seven going into the fourth quarter, and then they yeah, turned the Celtics, that into a seven-point lead. Yeah, because the Celtics turned the ball over ten times in the fourth. Well, yeah. call it what you want. The Lakers <laughs> came back down seven. So, hey Nick, well, do you have what um, you want? Do you have a specific uh, two people that you that you would like to thank for the victory? Yeah, just, I like to thank, or even just one. You only really have to thank one, considering the uh, no Daniel Tice. I'm gonna thank I'm gonna thank Daniel Tice. I'm gonna thank Rob Will, but not not really Rob Will. More Daniel Tice twice and Kemba Walker once. Goal, David Poster. Kemba Walker for going one for fourteen and breaking a wide open shot for the win. Daniel Tice for putting two points in the Lakers basket, and then in my opinion, that little that putback at the end of the game. Hey, that was. That's that was, a tough shot, though. That he got that was, mugged by Harold. Yeah. That was a foul and a half. 
course it was. Um, <laughs> no, I just. I think it was I, also you're, you know after the clock. You know what's funny? If that was a foul and a half, you're the first person I've heard say that. If that was a foul, you're the first person I've heard say that. I think that's funny. I've never heard anyone say. That. I didn't hear. Any, I went went to work. I work with Jason and Jonathan. They're big Celtics fans. They didn't say anything. I, they worked because nobody with, thought uh, about that. Because it. I don't didn't even say it. I don't even Luke think it would have Luke was watching the game with me. He didn't even say it when it happened. I don't even think it would have um, counted. It was after the whistle. But how does Kemba miss that shot? Kemba, that's your shot. That was open. is his so bread worst, and butter. Worst max contract player in the NBA. Kemba heart attack. Heart attack Kemba. He should have. Well, okay. The first. Pretty first of, all, Kemba. first of all, he should never have thrown it into double coverage into Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown had to make Facts. a Julio Moss catch over a Caruso to even get that ball. He should have dribbled. And Kemba either should have trying to call a timeout, not running. Yeah, Kemba floor. either should have waited to call a timeout because there were six seconds left, or he could have waited a little bit. But I actually no, never mind. He shouldn't have waited. But he shouldn't have thrown that ball. He either should have thrown that ball when he was open, or. Just dribbled it himself and taken it himself because he also shouldn't have gone one for twelve. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> that doesn't that, help that either. definitely that's I love, definitely I love a, the, uh, a part of I, it. I was pissed when Brown missed those free throws, but man, does ball not lie? Ball does not lie. <laughs> oh man, oh, that lie. that LeBron foul. <laughs> foul yes, LeBron. <laughs> ball does not lie. That was not that was not even close. He missed no, both of them, right? Yeah, yeah he missed did. both. Uh, and then also didn't help that Marcus was two for seven. So and combined, combined was that three for twenty one or something yeah. like that. Because yeah. so three for twenty one, it's pretty solid out of out of two of your. Uh, nope, your two starting guards. Start. Two, yeah, he did start in that game. Oh, he did really? Yeah. Oh, because the, they're just done with the two centers thing. Yeah, they. I don't yeah. know what they're going to do God. now without Pritchard. Well, Celtics need to get a center, or else they're not going to compete with. I don't with know the Sixers. what they need to trade for Vucevic. That would be good, but he doesn't rebound the ball a lot. He's just a scorer. They need someone they need who can rebound. For a, they need someone Tristan seven Thompson foot can rebound, That's but he can't score. Tristan Thompson can defend is, a big man. Tristan Thompson cannot catch a cold. Sorry I like God. Tristan Thompson I better than I like, Teague, though. So they should I, yeah, okay. Teague I like anybody other than Jeff Teague. I, I would like myself going out on the court rather than I don't Jeff want him Teague. Ever, I don't want him to ever see the floor the rest of the season. He doesn't deserve to see the floor. No, Tremont Waters is person ever should play over him. Jeff Teague has done nothing. He doesn't deserve to ever get a minute the rest of the season. I simple, just don't understand simple. Brad now. Like we, uh, like four or five years ago, Brad used to be the best young coach in the NBA. Now his rotations are suspect. One week, Neesmith could play two minutes of garbage time the entire week. The next week, he's playing fourteen minutes against the Lakers on prime time on ABC. Yeah, he did the How, same thing with uh, with Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant Williams Grant was starting all anymore. I know. I don't did understand. He play all yesterday or Saturday? No, I don't think did so. See the floor, but Jeff Teague's oh. on the floor, and yeah. Neesmith played a lot. Of, but like, you know, Neesmith played eight. Minutes. I don't mind Neesmith playing. I don't. When they need someone to make a shot, I I'm fine with that. Well, He's he was over better. two. Well, okay. Well, one also <laughs> rimmed out. It was almost in. Oh, that counts though, right? They should count. They should count those and not heartbreaks. They just count those points. <laughs> he he takes yeah because he tried his hardest. Well, they shouldn't count them as points, shots. but like on the field goal thing, like you know where your shots from the field. They, if you if you if you're all for one, but it rimmed out, they it, you should be one for one, right? That's how that works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Grant Williams did not get in the game at all. Yeah, his I don't, his I don't, rotations I don't, are just suspect. Like I I get you can do that against bad teams on on nights that does that doesn't really matter but you don't have to but you don't experiment on prime time on saturday night against the lakers that's no, you not don't you can do that and i was fine with the lakers that. not even who didn't see the floor for the play Quinn cook 
They didn't play. Uh, Tucker didn't play. Markeith Morris didn't or, play. Wesley no, Matthews didn't played. Play. Yeah, he did. A oh, THT played. He played. He played. He had a couple of steals. He played twenty. He played twenty three minutes. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He ever shoot They didn't play. Three of eight shooting. Six points. Oh, the Lakers awesome. didn't beat Contra. Sox didn't play uh, Grant and Taco Fall. I don't know who the other person they didn't play. Taco Taco's not going to play and Taco On the other side, because Javante, of that, the Lakers Javante fell. didn't play either. On the other side, the Lakers felt they didn't play. need to play um, yeah. Markeith Morris and Wes Matthews. Yeah. So. I think I think it's an embarrassment I mean, for the Boston like Celtics. Players. Celtics were an embarrassment for one reason and one reason only. They let Kyle Kuzma score double-digit points. Oh, Kuzma, he averages double digit he, points. What do you, he ex- what do you a, expect? He, he had a right. few wide open threes. So yeah, it's not he was really so open. The game plan was leave Kuzma open. And he hit the shots. Yeah. <laughs> KCP was open so a bunch too. Oh, the next factor was AD. I mean, he's he's if, if they play Alex A two times, he probably. I said it at the beginning time. of the game, Nick. I said it. I said AD is going to have like 15 boards in this you. game because the Celtics can't rebound. Oh, like, I didn't eh, agree because like, I was. Yeah, you're like, he's no, always he's, lazy. He's, he's not going to get any. And he had like eight Ooh. boards in the first quarter. I was like, yeah. see, the Celtics well, can't rebound. AD is yeah. just a great matchup because he's, well, he's taller than Tice. He's more athletic than Thompson. So, I mean, you wonder why AD and Embiid always do well. Well, Embiid always does the well same person. Like, and, and then <laughs> AD did well last night. They're always going to do well against the Celtics because of the matchup. That's, that's, that's yeah. a, that's more of a an indicator of the Celtics. Like, hey, if you really want to be serious in the Eastern Conference, if you want to compete with these teams like Philly, you know, or the Lakers, you, you know, in the finals and whatever, you don't say the word man. compete with Philly. I don't think I'm ever going to be concerned about playing Philly in the playoffs. Oh, well, they need a big man. The you need a big man. They're going to need a big man. We didn't have Tatum. We had right, Tatum in both those games. Okay. We win by double digits. Last year. Should, the last year. The, the, last one this year. Last yeah, year, the Celtics went one in three. Last year, the Celtics the Celtics went one in three last year against the Sixers, and then they swept them in the playoffs. This is clearly a different Sixers team. I don't know what's different about them. It isn't. It's it's because Tobias Harris is playing well. It's because Harris is playing well. That's why. Well, there he it is. He, he didn't play well last year. Yeah. They're a better they, team. Their their head coaching is a little bit. Better. Celtics would have won both those games if Tatum played. No doubt. No question. It, they their Dude, their interior presence still concerns me though. They've if ne- they just scored a couple more points, if they scored more points than Philly, they would have won that game, for sure. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. When you're missing a 28 point game score, you're probably gonna lose. Like, Guess I know. Find 28 points. Like, but when when's sure. the last time? Like the Celtics have always had this issue. The last time they've had someone in interior to uh oh, sorry, the last time the Celtics have had someone down low to protect the paint was Kendrick Perkins. Since then, they haven't had anyone. All their centers are below average in sem- in, in height for NBA centers. They can't get offensive or defensive boards. I mean, Cantor was an exception, but he was literally, it was playing five on four on offense. If you were playing yeah. against the Celtics. It, it, it literally was. It was he bad. Couldn't, he couldn't defend my sister. And then <laughs> Tice is just small, and same with Thompson. I mean, they work hard, but they're just smaller than all the other centers, so they can't get boards. Poor Tice. And it's been, the war on Tice. It, it's been an issue with the Celtics for so long. I don't What's know the war on Tice. <laughs> he leads the league in fouls in the last That's three seasons. That's his fault that he leads the league in fouls. That's not anyone. That's Dude, not if you watch a Celtics game every night, 50% of those fouls are not fouls. When you're a Celtics fan, they're not. When you're no, a regular sports fan, they probably are. Dude, 50% of the fouls aren't fouls when you're a Celtics the guy fan. They call the whistle. If it's there's like contact, of, it's on Tice no matter what. 50% of the time LeBron goes to the basket, he gets fouled because I'm a Lakers fan. I see it that way. But it doesn't mean it's true. 
Well, they of, don't let the defenders defend, so the poor guy can't do anything. They don't. That that's constant it's, for everybody. It's a freaking Celtics. If, the, if it's the war, war on, if it's, if just go Reese, on Twitter and search "war on tights." You'll find if that's your reasoning, and it's then it's the war on everybody because <laughs> they don't let it's anyone. It's a literal defend. thing. It's the war on tice. It's it's a it's a fact. Yes, it's 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 an actual thing. We should sign a petition a and tell them to. It, I don't know. I don't know. Just stop it. Consider that tice fouls a lot. Just complains. Yeah. Oh, so sometimes he does. Or he doesn't complain. He complains a lot just because he doesn't get calls. Yeah. But he, there are some times where he's just smaller and he and he just can't do anything about it. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. It's you know, not I don't like. Go ahead. I don't like that. I don't like that thing. I don't like the things that fans do, where they they automatically assume that the referee's a foul call is terrible. Just because the first and the player does is throw their arms up in the air and cry like a baby, like you gotta well, wait until you see the instant replay. And if it's yeah. not worth showing, then it probably was a foul. And the instant replay will show you: is that a foul? Or is that not? Just because the player complains every call doesn't mean it's a foul. Well, yeah, that's the same thing. Foul. You know, Tice, Tice, I watching the game. Tice picked up what four or five fouls. I don't know how many fouls the guy had. He complained after every foul. He was he had this luck. He was just like. <laughs> like every foul, like I mean, yeah. well, if you every do that every time, that, someone's gonna believe you. Someone's gonna believe it's the time. war on you if you if you make that face every time. Like LeBron jumps up and down like a baby every time he gets a foul call. But I watched the replay. I'm any, like, oh any, yeah, any, he smacked him on the arm. So there's no point in complaining. Sometimes any, there is any, to complain. That's, makes, that's what that's what replay makes for. The, the LeBron like crying face where he like yeah. well he does he does that's what players do now. People nowadays are like all these he there's a foul. You look at the player. He's complaining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you. If you if there's a foul call in the league, uh, the first thing some of the fans do, the generate fans, first thing they do is that they look at the player. Is the player mad? Is he what's it what's the player's reaction to the call? Oh, it's bad? Okay, I should be mad too. <laughs> it's like, like what we were talking about with Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel looks at yeah. LeBron, he's like, LeBron, is that a foul? Oh, oh, yep, we're challenging the call. Thanks, LeBron. He looks to his left at LeBron on the bench. If LeBron's got a straight face, let him play. If he's like pissed. Challenge the ball. <laughs> yeah. it's our ball. It's that's our what ball. fans are like watching the watch. Like that's what that's what we you, we ha, we are so uh, like. Some fans are so so oblivious <laughs> to the actual call on the floor that they all they're doing is looking at like looking at the player's reaction. The player's gonna complain. 90% of the time, but that doesn't mean it's a foul or it doesn't mean it is a it doesn't mean it isn't a foul. You know what? The rest calls, the rest call, you look at the replay, you find out for yourself. And you you know what? In my opinion, I think all Dan I don't remember seeing a Daniel Tice foul last there on Saturday where I was like, Oh, that's not a foul. I'm not necessarily saying Saturday. I'm just saying look up the war on Tice and you will find something about the war on Tice. I'll find something on the war on drugs too. I mean find something wow. everything. Okay. Well, uh is there anything else we need to talk about? Oh, Is I would like to talk about one more thing. Okay. It's about how, um, what's his face? Aaron Gordon is officially my new favorite player in the NBA. Oh, no, I don't want him to go to Why? Ew. What did he do? What did I miss? What did he do? Um, he, put he, his, like a... he put his shoulder straight into Kyle Lowry's face. Oh, huh. when was uh, this? Last it night? It was last night. It was last night. Uh-huh. Kyle, so apparently it goes back to the bubble where Kyle Lowry like, did something stupid to Aaron Gordon or whatever, and Kyle Lowry's just like, yeah. oh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt this guy like oh shut up Kyle Lowry you're, you're like six three two twenty anyways and then he just gets a, a shoulder <laughs> yeah but he gets a shoulder straight to his face and he goes down and he's like crying on the ground it wasn't like that bad but it was still it was still great to see love to see what it. happens when your shoulder when Aaron Gordon's shoulder six three and so is Kyle Lowry's face yeah. 
I mean, Brian, 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 Brian knows. Brian knows what With it's his like. His shoulder 6'3". What? Brian knows what it's like to get a shoulder, shoulder straight to the, mouth. to the face. Oh, sure. that's <laughs> No, okay. This is what I want to say. I want to end with this. I swear, if the Celtics use the largest trade exception in NBA history to get a 37-year-old shooting guard who averages about eight points a game on $13 million, I'm going to be so upset. Who are you talking they about? Trade. J.J. Redick. J. J. There Redick. have been rumors that the Celtics are going to use that trade exception to trade for J.J. Redick. Who's What's on the, the trade exception? Can someone explain that to me? So they have $28 million, basically, free $28 million to to trade with teams to uh, match contracts. So say like say like they wanted to get Beal, who's on a 30-year uh, thirty million dollars, thirty-six million dollars a year contract. They can take that twenty-eight million dollars and attach it to someone with a what did I say, thirty-six million dollars? Yeah. So they can attach that to someone who's making eight million dollars to make the money match up. Versus, so it's basically just trading someone on an eight million dollar contract or okay. someone that's so a thirty-six million dollar why, contract. Why the hell does a team that is top ten in the league in three point need another three point shooter? How about you trade for a GD that's what I'm center? saying. I, that's why I'm saying. I that's what I'm saying. Would, that's, that's the just... reason. That's part of the reason why they haven't Beal, been to the finals. <laughs> yeah, since I, I mean, played the Lakers in 2010. I would take Bradley. Beal. They well, need Beal a center. Cost Brown, honestly, they need a honest. center. They need a dominant center. Not even this... dominant. Just a guy. They that need can a center. His, just a guy that can hold his own. Hold his own name in the paint. And like, this is why I like. This guy just did. I know. I was just gonna say. I know you guys don't like him, but I wish they got Drummond when they did, and they still can because Drummond is good. He he doesn't need to be anything. He doesn't need to be a scorer. He just needs to be there to rebound the ball and and block a few shots. They should have signed. (laughs) They should have signed um one of Howard or McGee. And is this, or this, trade this, for it, Towns because you don't okay, have to give okay, up anything for them. They're not. <laughs> let's not you're not paying a ton of money, here. but it, it it really doesn't seem like Boston has any interest in any kind of point. Minnesota's Carl Anthony Towns. He's gonna at this he's point Minnesota's cost at least Brown. trading people. N- not Wait, not what? for Carl Anthony freebies. Towns. Minnesota's what, not gonna who, trade Cap. The Celtics don't have anyone to trade. They're building around. I probably have Russell. They don't have him. They're building around him, Russell, and well now Edwards. Even building around to be the. Freaking lottery pick every single yeah, season. Yeah, they're not going to yeah. be good. At, they're never going to be. They're good, not going to. I feel like they should though. They should have signed. The Celtics should trade for Turner. Why don't they trade for Turner? I love Miles. Because Evan. Because Miles. Why wouldn't you trade for Miles Turner? Why don't you give away like your your max contract yeah, point he guard? He doesn't get Miles Turner. He doesn't get. Is it because no one wants Kemba anymore? Because he's buns. Because because no, he's not. He just had one bad game. Because Miles Turner averages five. No, really. He was hurt in the bubble, and he's been averaging twenty points since he in the five games he's played. Oh come on! You can't sit here and tell me he was the reason you guys lost. He wasn't the reason you lost to the Heat. He was terrible against the Heat. We lost to the Heat because we didn't have a center, and also because Kemba. Well, that had there a you go. <laughs> reason and I'm saying, Miles Turner. Yes, he's great and all, but he's not a center. He's Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, he yeah, leads league. Like he averages like four, four blocks a game. He averages four blocks a game. What else does he do? Average five rebounds. Congratulations, yeah. buddy. That's well, yeah, they, he's defensive not, help. He's, not, he's a good. He's a good shot blocker. So shot blocker and post defender are two completely different things. The Celtics need a post defender, but they don't need a shot blocker. A shot blocker no, is Rob Will. A shot blocker is Rob Howard. Will. He can't. Yes. Fine. Dwight Howard. But like what I'm saying is Rob oh, Will is a ew. shot blocker. He you can't, just don't he like can't... Howard. They should have signed him this offseason, though. 
No. You just don't like them. No, I don't want yeah, those guys. Don't need you don't, you don't have to pay. Here's the thing. The Celtics clearly don't have no interest in paying a center a lot of money because they would have done it already because that's the reason they're losing. They're, they're not making to the finals. So if not, you just sign Howard. You don't sign him for much. He's a post defender. He can get rebounds. He'll give you quality minutes. Yeah, I'll get into foul trouble. That's why you have Tice. You have a backup center for a reason. You just you have Howard. You put him in against guys like Embiid or Davis, guys that will control the post Total because he's a big, strong minutes. guy. He can lock down the post. He's still a good defender. And he'll get you about a block and a half a game, but reality—that's more like you know—he's—he steps up. He might not be a good. You don't need him offensively because no. you have Tatum and Brown you for a reason. Don't need anyone offensively. You don't exactly. You don't need anyone offensively. Just get this guy defense. Howard will just give you quality minutes on the defensive end of the paint. You should have signed Howard. They didn't. Not you. The Celtics should have signed Howard, and you know what? They didn't. But I, mean, I, I think I think Tice is a would be a great backup center, which he basically is. I mean, he can sc- he can yeah he can score the ball. His shooting has gotten a lot better. He can still block shots. He's he just gets he just gets bullied trying to rebound the the ball, yeah. rebound and post defense. That's why yeah. you need someone who can play post defense, especially if they have Embiid in the same conference. And then if they want to go to the finals, sure Anthony Davis. But still, uh, it's really. It's really just getting out the e- out of the east at this point, yes. and yeah, that that's all. Oh, I'll also be very upset because I can also see Danny Ainge uh, sitting on this trade exception and having it expire. So he won't. That, who knows? He he drafted th- with two useless first round picks this year. Yes, it turned into Pritchard, which is awesome, but there was really no need for them to draft this year. But regardless, doesn't matter. Uh, that's it. Any final thoughts? Go Pats. Go Pats. I uh, don't want to repeat what Brian said. Andrew. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta think of something. Um, go I'm Pats. Just, All right. You know what? I'm just, Thank yeah, you. just go Pats. Whatever. Thank you guys for listening. Go, go follow Brady. us on Instagram. And no, go Chiefs. Go Ew. follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Big Four underscore Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Call it a season I can tell by the tears Not in your eyes It's quitting time